That's one beer for you, two for me, three or four more. High five, I gotta pee. Ew. That's six, seven, eight, mate, fine, cheers. Then let's sleep. We're nine beers deep. Nine beers deep. Oh, look at you. Got your Harry Potter garb on, huh? Tomorrow is uh, September 1st. That's when the Hogwarts nice. Express leaves. Gotta be ready. Oh, right? wow. Ah, oh, that's cool. Tomorrow's the day. I won't see you for like a year because I'll be at Hogwarts learning. At Hogwarts? Oh, God. If only. How cool would that shit be? Dude, that'd be so great. First thing I'd do is I'd go into the Forbidden Forest. Why? Like, kill some spiders, dude. You'd get fucked so hard. Yeah, it's true. But you know what? It'd be fun until it wasn't anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's fun until you encounter the first spider. The first. Yeah, and then I'll just piss myself. I'll cry. Piss yourself. I'll the first offer, man like, to ever be raped by a spider. I was about to say, I would just offer it up. I'd just be like, you can fuck me if you want, if I could go free afterwards. Dude, it would just be <laughs> fucking you while eating your guts. Oh, Simultaneously, you'd be alive through all of it. Jesus Christ. Nine beers deep. I'm Cody Shelton. And I'm Seth Harvin. Episode six. Six. Number six. So I previously said we were going to be on Spotify after five, and then I realized we have used the wrong file format, so we cannot upload them. So hopefully after this one, we will be up. Oh. Um, what else is going on this week? Anything? This week? Other- Fucked my back up. It was like hard oh. to turn my head. I was doing squat snatches. I was trying to do a three rep max. I did one. Felt light as I it landed in the catch overhead. I just felt like it was like pop, 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 like all in my spine, and then instantly I couldn't you, turn my head. You when you threw it up, you felt it. Yeah. So a snatch, your arms are out really wide. Yeah. And so you don't like catch it here and push it. Yeah. It just goes. You you pull and it just straight up overhead, without ever right. touching your shoulder. Oh, it doesn't ever like it's not a stop. No. That's a that's a that's a clean and jerk. Is that the one? Is this the one where like when you're pulling it up, then like your feet can kind of like do this, like to catch itself? No, like, like you're well, there yeah, and actually, like, it can do you that. Can do that, and then you pop it up. The rest, like it's like, huh, right? Or am I thinking? Yeah, of something so, else? yes, yes, that is a style. Okay. Of of doing it. Okay. What I did though is like so when it hits your hip pocket, you jump and your feet go out and you land in a squat. So you drop, you're just dropping under the bar. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've seen videos of you doing that. Then I, I like could not turn my head, like either way. And even now, it's like just pain in the back. Dude. Like all the my trap is like swollen. All the muscles around that are like locked. Uh huh. And that was pretty much the end of my day. I tried to do a couple. I didn't obviously snatch again, but I tried to back squat. Couldn't really back squat. And then I just got mad and went for a walk. Fuck, dude. I'm sorry. No, that's all good. Uh, did you go get some sort of like some CBD or something like that to kind of help? No. Ease? No, I just came right back and hopefully I'll, I'll get some stuff later. Well, I mean, I saw uh, a picture or like a little short video of myself uh, the other day and I realized I uh, am going to start working out and start eating super healthy. Yeah. I, didn't, I did not like what I saw, what you saw? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no. Oh, no. Yeah, whatever. But I just am not. Just I, not I exactly know. where you want to be. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I understand it. That's every day of my life. Yeah, dude. I mean, 
I'm healthy, everything's fine, but still, I look at myself and I'm like, fucking failure, dude. Yeah. Failure. I'm just like so Me too. mean to myself, which is just all up here again. Yep. The only time I've ever felt like mildly okay with myself, which I just started doing this again. Well, let's see if my body dysmorphia allows me. But like, it was to the point, and this is not an exaggeration, I had veins on my abs, like on my back, like on my arms and my chest were all like, I had veins everywhere because I was so like such a low body fat percentage. And just at that point, I was like, okay, now I'm in shape, you know? Like even now I'm like, hmm, bitch, you know? Dude. I know. Tried cupping for the first time. What? Yeah. Did you do that yourself? It was lighting me the fuck up. No, no, Colette did it for me. And we, we, yeah, we found YouTube tutorials and just did it how they did it. And oh my God, parts of my body, it's not everywhere. Like there are some parts that you can do it and I'm fine. And then like my lats and stuff like that. Holy shit. It was fucking my world up. In a good way? I mean, I felt better after, but it was like, no, it was like pain. Like I was, you're just uncomfortable. Have you ever read The War on Art? Uh, no, but you were telling me about it. Incredible book. Yeah. If you pair that with Mindset, the book that I was reading uh, right. a few weeks ago, yeah, it will help tremendously. But The War on Art is just simply about doing creative things. Like for, It's geared towards artists and uh, procrastination is, spoiler alert, The War on Art is procrastination. Oh, shit. Which if you look at most great artists, they struggle with. Yeah, absolutely. Just sitting down to do things. They can have all the ideas and have it all mapped out, but yeah. then they just need to sit down and do it, and they can't. No. Days that I've set aside where I'm like, I'm going to finish writing that thing that I wanted to write. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, but I'll get everything like laid out, and I'll be like, um, I, should, um, I should go get myself like a, a nice bottle of wine, or I should go get myself like some coffee first before I like settle in. And then it's like, oh, well, then I should run that errand since I'm out. And then by the time that it gets around, I'm like, Oh, well, I guess I need to go to bed. I didn't get any work done. <laughs> Jesus. I get it. Yeah. That's why I missed my drugs. That's why I missed drugs. It didn't matter what time I woke up. Did not matter how tired I was. Uh, and it was like, I unintentionally was doing apparently what is like, it's not healthy and I'm not recommending it, but the perfect storm as far as like creating art. Like it's not maybe so much acting. Acting it actually affected me in a negative way, but with writing, like with me piecing things together to take a fuckload of amphetamines and then I would go tweak in and sit on the, on the balcony yeah. and smoke a cigar. And yeah. like when the nicotine would hit me, it was this w- combination of like rush feeling you have mixed with like the weird chillness uh, that the nicotine brings you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden like thoughts would just flow. So I had the motivation to sit there and type it all out, but I was not manic feeling. I was uh, because I was so buzzed from smoking the cigars. Yeah. And if you can just deal with the suicide feeling that's going to come a few hours later, you just got to know that's going to come. No, I cannot. And, and the better you get at managing it, uh, you, can, you, can, you can crank out some work. You can really crank it out. I miss it. I think about it every day. Every day. I, I know. Every day. <laughs> every single day that I every talk to you. Every single day I wake up and that's the first one of the first thoughts I have. Somehow it gets brought up. Man, I miss my drugs. <laughs> yeah, I do. Every time. I, I think about it every day. Yeah, you're good, dude. You don't need yeah, that. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you're right. But I still think about it every day. <laughs> I think one of the moments when I realized, because I used to think if I could just get more, if someone just gave me it, I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. Like if it was just sitting there, oh yeah, 
And then over Christmas, I was visiting some old friends, and they were doing cocaine cut with Adderall, which I had never thought about. I had never thought about that, doing that. And I think it's because they were low on both options, so they just mixed them to make enough. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. Yeah. How'd you feel And I said no. Yeah. And it was sitting right there, and I said no. Good. Yeah. Maybe I stuck my finger in it and put it on my tongue. Maybe I did that. But other than that, I was like, I did not do enough that I felt anything. Maybe, you know? I, maybe I didn't take any orally, but maybe I took a, a little bit on my finger and I just shoved it in my ass and just like <laughs> for a second. No, I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> no, I just missed the taste, like the harsh chemical taste. I know that's weird. That is weird but I missed it. And so I just did like, a, like literally I didn't feel it at all. Like I just enough that I could like taste yeah. it like this bittery, sweet goodness. See, that's that one thing has that has fucked up all of my teeth. Huh? I am so like thankful that any kind of like drug like that, I, I never got into like, I mean, I took a lot of Adderall when I was in college just to write papers did a lot of like other God, like it. random shit, like, you know, like taking shots of liquid codeine, yeah. But it's never something that I was ever like. Really got invested in. Have that right now? No. The only thing that I struggle with is, uh, man, weed. See, you know, I'm like you. Fucking love. See, we're flip flopped. Yeah. Because weed is not. I'll smoke it and it's great and everything, or I'll eat it or whatever version I'll consume it. But I'm eh. I'm okay. Yeah. Other than, and if you listen to the last episode, Seth was talking about going to the park with his friend Sarah, and finding the man laying on the ground. This park, you can probably do a full lap, what, 20 minutes? 20 minutes, yeah. I hadn't smoked weed. I had taken a break because Seth came to visit me. He gave me a couple joints, and I got drunk. Like, this is the last time I've been twisted. I got drunk. Yeah. And then I fucking smoked at least one whole joint of what you gave me. I was so high that I was. people were texting me, and the text looked 3D, like they were like fish-eyed, you know, like the fish-eye lens. Yes, no, I it know looked, exactly the, the that The words feeling. looked like they, I was having to close my eye, yeah. like one eye and squint to try to read the text. And then, of course, my girlfriend, she comes home. She's like, oh, my boss wants to go to dinner with us tonight. We're going downstairs right now to meet her. <laughs> I no, I would have been didn't even no. know it was real. And, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I tried to, I mean, I went and I'm sure I was weird as fuck. I could barely read the menu. I was like having to talk myself through waves of panic attacks that were coming. And then, so I take a break after this, go to visit Seth. Once again, he's like, hey, you want to smoke this joint? Like go for a walk? I was like, yeah. Yeah, have not smoked weed since the last time that I got so fucking twisted. Dude, we smoke not even this full joint. Yeah. And then poured two of those, uh, what are those like cups that always stay cold? Oh, like, yeah. They were like beer. Yeti cups. Like Yeti. Those Yeti cups. Yeah. We filled those Yeti cups up with beer and went to go walk in the park. We were so fucking high. Three hours we walked around this park. I was lost. I was so high that I kept thinking, if I lose Seth somehow, I cannot find my way back to his apartment. Well- it's, uh, it's still not that big of a park. Like you It could might probably, as well have like, been the movie The Labyrinth when I was in there. <laughs> and well, like, dude, like, I, I count this as my fault a little bit too because I just kept on being like, you good, dude? And you're like, I'll, have, I'll go ahead. And I was just like, all right, I'm just going to keep puffing on this thing until <laughs> you say no. Like when I'm smoking with somebody, it's just like I will keep smoking until they say no. I'll go all day. I'll just keep puffing away. 
Yeah. Uh, well, so you're, you're also asking a person that has no moderation in anything that he does. <laughs> I know. I know. That's so, why I was like, here you go, dude. Go ahead. I know it's going to be yeah. real good. I have zero moderation and I was already so high that I finally said no. I was like, oh, I, I just cannot. I cannot. Yeah. And, and then I, we drank those beers. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, three hours just walking around, not speaking. We're not say, speaking like, at all. Probably for a solid hour and a half to two hours of that three hour walk, we didn't say anything to each other. No. Because we went out there to talk about stuff. Like we were like, let's right. go and like, like brainstorm about shit. Like, like really like, and then we just walked in like, silence in silence around people it was it was midday like, everything was beautiful and then like at one point cody did finally talk he's like that grass over there is greener than it is over there right <laughs> am i wrong like yeah. that, those, those flowers look really good to that's yellow Dude. and purple flowers on that bright green, right? It's it's greener than over there. You yeah, just kept saying that the whole it time. Was. I was like, yeah, sure, dude. I don't know. Like, I'm high as, as fuck. <laughs> the best part was I had been thinking about that for like probably an hour. Like, because <laughs> I we was walked so by taken, the same like, place over and over again. Yeah, we just and I didn't even realize it until like lap three that we had crossed the same area. Yeah, and these beautiful flowers. It was. The most intense visual experience I've had in a while. And I had, I, at the time, and now I'm so, I was so high, I can't remember how I phrased it. I compared it to something, a film, and now I can't remember, and neither can you, but we both knew it was great. It was a very accurate description. It of was. What, I was what did we say? Fuck. I don't know. Uh, That's how high we both were. I think it was. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, it yeah. Was, that's what it and was. And I was comparing it to something in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Wait, wait. I don't even remember why I brought this up. Adderall. Yeah, yeah. Addiction. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about yeah. addiction, Cody. Oh, I miss it. If I had some of it, I would never get off track. Keep saying no to it. I believe that you can. I don't want to. I believe Yeah, I totally I can. I just back. don't want to. I quit. This podcast, unofficial sponsor... Adderall makes you smarter, faster, stronger, better. Harder, better, faster, stronger. I fucking want a Bud Light Lime. Oh, man. I'm sorry, dude. Bud Light Lime, the unofficial sponsor of this podcast. Brewed with real lime peels. Sponsor us, Bud Light Lime. Sponsor us. All right, so I figure this is probably a good time to get this going. This is serious news. So, two again. Anyone listening probably saw this. I sent it to you this morning. Kite yanks three-year-old girl 30 feet into the air in Festival Nightmare. What? I did not get this. The kite video. I didn't send it to you? Oh, no. I don't think well, here, I got I'll it. I'll play it for you Where, really quick. Oh. So, check this shit out. Wait, 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 wait. So, she's holding on to this thing and the wind no. pulled her up? That's what it looks like, right? Right. Let me start it over. For anyone that hasn't seen this video... This is what happens. They're at a kite festival. It's this massive kite. It's got a long tail on it. Okay. Super long tail. Okay. They're getting it ready to take off, like, like holding it out. And there's a crowd circled around to watch it like take off into the air. The tail is so long that when the wind catches it, it whips and wraps around a three-year-old. But it's such a big kite that it just yanks her 30 feet up in the air so they see her so it's whipping this child around in the air that's a child that's why it was like she's so small that the kite could hold her up and i mean obviously they realize it but now the wind's 
caught the kite. So then they're having to work to get the kite back down. And all the while, this little girl is just fucking flinging through the air. Oh, my gosh. I know. No serious injuries, though. Oh, good. Abrasions to her face and neck, probably from the fabric whipping her, like when yeah. it wrapped around her. Yeah. But just think, think about this. What if it had only wrapped around her wrapped little around neck? Her, oh, my God. And then it would have been snapped. Dead. Snapped well, her fucking neck. But is that not insane? If anyone wants rep- to see this, okay, yeah. only the most reputable sources, Huffington Post. The title, Kite Yanks Three-Year-Old Girl 30 Feet Into the Air in Festival Nightmare. Second piece of news, and this is very good. Missing tortoise recovered after 74 days on the lamb. So a pet tortoise that's 15 years old, his name is Solomon, went missing over two months ago. He was found, escaped from his Tennessee home, and has been returned after 74 days, managed to make it less than a mile during his slow <laughs> and steady journey. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, and I mean, but honestly, who knows if it's because he was that slow? He was just spotted grazing in a valley at a construction site and returned within minutes. Dude, he was probably like, fuck these people. I want to be out walking around doing whatever the fuck I want to yeah. do. What? Did he escape from a zoo or was this? No, like it was a, somebody's pet. Like a family's owned tortoise? How big? Yeah, from was what this? I understand. Did it give like a size? Is it like a tiny? How big? Like a tiny tortoise or is it like? No, one of those like he's massive 150 ones? pounds. He's a fucking huge tortoise. Damn, he made it. Oh a wow, mile. he's so slow. I'm watching the video now. He's so slow. I actually would believe that he was traveling the whole time he was gone. Oh, dude, did you see that one? story about the 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 tortoise that saved uh, his species saved his species like he like the species were going extinct and he like fathered what was it like hundreds and hundreds it was like 500 kids something crazy ridiculous and he was like and i guess like now he's finally retired retired from what from fucking yeah so they realized he dies so they just been fucking he's just been living the dream yeah just shove it right in dude Hit it and quit it. Hit it and quit it. it. What is it? Over t- and over. What does a tortoise dick look like? I don't know. At least they MTV. So sorry. So <laughs> I'm so old that MTV used to be mostly just music. Yeah. <clears throat> and all there was was um, TRL. They would have music videos playing all day. And then sometimes around like two or three, and I fucking love this. I wanted to be on the show. They would either have road rules or real world versus road rules. So they real had show world. called real world. Yeah. And then they had a show called Road Rules. And then they combined the two shows where they all lived in a house. Like, and they would just compete in challenges while partying and fucking each other in this house. And The Miz was one of the most popular characters there. I always wanted to go on that show because I was and like, the, man, I could, I could do some damage in there. I actually I, I applied or submitted myself for it when we were in undergrad, like one of my first years. Oh, did you? Re- Dude, I submitted for uh, the one where you go uh, travel Amazing all the countries. Yes. Uh, submitted our video, got the email to go to the next interview. Uh-huh. Um, but it was during one of, um, do you remember that? I think it was maybe our sophomore year in college, that horrible ice storm that shut down yeah. the whole city. For yeah, like, and only uh, like the college week. had, yeah. had power. I lived off campus that year. I lost all power. And then my friend who was uh, in Durant lost all power as well. So we didn't get the email and we had to reply like within like two days. Oh, we didn't get it because we couldn't get on because ever it's not like it is now. Like you, right. There weren't, I don't I think iPhones were just coming out. Yeah. 
you can pull out your phone and just like, oh, okay, I'll right. check my fucking email. Who cares if I don't have power? No, it was like, you don't have power. You can't get internet. Man. You can't get anything. So we fucking missed it. So we got the, we said, did the video and then like, yeah, for the, the one we were supposed to fly out for, we missed the deadline. How fun was that? Still to this day, I'm mad. Man, that would have been cool. That would have been cool, man. Oh, and this concludes this episode's rendition of Serious News. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a tortoise penis. Oh my God, what the <laughs> fuck? Okay, what's that purple thing? That's the head, the staff. <laughs> Look at that, you can see it's the, or the shaft is the red. Move off to the next level. And huh? then the, the head of the dick is the purple. That's it looks like a one of those stress balls that you squeeze in your oh, hand oh here's another one that doesn't look pleasant i don't know i guess that's a different kind of species interesting what the fuck also seth stop looking up animal dicks this is i know animal. dude you are flagged on so many government sites it's not even funny, bro. <laughs> yeah give me that tortoise dick jesus oh so what okay we brought once again rabbit trail the whole reason i brought up mtv oh right because there was only one commercial that would air in the summer it would just be like mtv summer whatever and all it was was like a beach and you hear the sound of the water crashing and it's just a tortoise humping another tortoise it was like a 30 second 15 second 30 second spot this tortoise just going and there was just an mtv symbol and that's all it was that's all the commercial was Maybe we can find that and post it on our Instagram for Ooh. anybody so you can yeah. see it. Yeah, it was just two tortoises humping, making a weird sound. That was around the same that. time that Pink was really big for the song Pill, or like Just Like a Pill. Yeah. Instead of making me better. But, you know, Pink is still a badass. Uh, Dude. Her music is has only gotten better. At the Super Bowl, when she came in oh. from the roof. Yes. And like in her concert, she does the ribbon, what's that shit called? Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, they're called, not scarves, silks? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's something like that, where she's like twirling around up in the yeah. air and shit. It's very impressive. Very yeah. athletic. You know who else would do shit like that? Garth Brooks. Like, oh, yeah. have you ever watched Garth Brooks' I have, I have it, live in concert? Like, yeah. he, he, would, he would had a fly rig or whatever. So these, he's doing stadiums, like three-tier stadiums. And I can't remember what song it is. It's where Ain't Going Down Till the Sun Comes Up. I think that's the song, whatever the title of that song is. And there's a part that's like, yeah. And he holds this note. And in the concert, he's on stage and he runs and jumps and is doing backflips all, all three floors, all the way up to the top balcony. And he's like holding this note. And it's not like shaky. Right. But he's like backflipping. It was the crit. And he's a big guy. Yeah, he is a big guy. Uh, he actually used to come to ORU when Seth and I were there because his daughter was involved in track. Uh, she trained there. So she didn't go to school there. She was like still in high school. But he would be what? sitting up in the, in the, yeah, I would see him all the time, just hanging out in the gym, watching her. She was a pole vaulter. I did not know that. I never. Yeah. Well, and you wouldn't even think, I saw him so many times and like, he would just be in like old, like, you know, Wranglers, old boots and a Carhartt jacket, yeah. like just watching. And he's a big dude. And so I didn't even know who he was. So I just kind of say hi because it was this old cowboy guy just hanging out. But I didn't fucking know it was Garth Brooks until. Dude, who knows? I might have talked to that dude. Dude, I, you could have. I, I mean, he would I, say hi. I don't hi. remember. Yeah. So the gym was two floors. And there was like a little training gymnastics area for the cheerleaders. And it had a pole vaulting area in it. So like when you were on the treadmills, you yeah. could see down in that little room. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And that's where they trained. So Where we had ballet class. 
where we had ballet class. Yeah. Actually, my ballet class was in Howard, oh. but they did dances in there. They did yeah. like modern. They did. I used to see you guys dancing all the time because I would be warming up, like doing, you know, biking or running. Fuck. And I would just watch you guys dancing in there. Fuck. I hated it. I yeah. hated every second of that class. That was not because of ballet, though. That was just because we had like three teachers for one semester because yeah. the main teacher got sick. And so like we just yeah. had rotate. So we had no like structure of a class of an actual class. Um, I really I liked my ballet teacher. Who was your ballet teacher? I think yeah. her name was Amy? Jess. She was only there for like maybe a semester or two. I don't remember her. But all I know is that I showed up and it was a morning class. I made myself get up every fucking day and I passed the class. She did not give me a grade, like just never inputted my grade, just never did it. And so when it came time to graduate, I was missing a credit and it was like this big issue because I was, so this is years later. Right. I don't know that. So I saw that I had it. I, I just never checked my grades. Right. So I didn't realize that nothing was listed. And sometimes things wouldn't be listed because teachers were late, you know, and I knew that I passed the class. She'd already told me I had passed the class. Right. So I didn't care. Right. Anyway, so years later, they're like, they were trying to tell me I didn't pass the class. But really, there was just no grade listed. So then they're like, you have to go to the ballet, like the head of the ballet department, whoever that, the dance department, I think and it, get yeah. the grade. She had no fucking idea. Like, she had no idea. She, did she have to call was. the teacher? The teacher had been gone for years. Right. Most likely, the teacher didn't know, didn't remember. I think she just was willing to give me a C, and that was it. And I was like, I would well, be like no, fucking stupid. Because I definitely passed. And I was there every day. So give me a fucking yeah. B. Like, yeah, it was minimum. crazy. Or an A. Hey, or just you give me fucked an a. up. You fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah, That's... you guys fucked up. And you're trying to tell me I just get a C because what? It's not my That's fault. It's weird. Let's do our Dick Van Dyke segment. <gasps> Dick Van Dyke. Oh, Is that how it's going to intro? That's how, that's the intro. It's almost like Seventh Heaven. Oh, I love that show. Oh, that was a good show. Gilmore Girls, man. I loved Gilmore Girls. I don't really remember any of the actual episodes of Seventh Heaven. That was bullshit. I remember I I enjoyed watching it, but I like bullshit shows. Eventually, like, the young kid gets fucked up, and he's, like, gothic kind of, or whatever. He's got an earring, and then, like, uh, Jessica Biel. Jesus. Oh, that's right. Such a beautiful woman. She's a great actress. Have you ever seen the illusion, uh, the illusionist? Yes. No, she's a really great actor. What's great. the one she did with um, Chuck and Larry, <laughs> the Adam Sandler film, where they're oh, two firefighters oh, oh. and they pretend to be gay they so they can get gay. the insurance? Uh, oh fuck! What is that one called? Something like. Uh, I swear it's Chuck, Chuck and, Larry. and Larry. Chuck and Larry say I do. It's something, something like that. Yeah. Um, and so she, he, Adam Sandler's character is. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if he's in love, but he's very attracted to Jessica Biel. And she thinks he's gay. And anyway, is it I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? I think that might be. Yeah, that's correct. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. As soon as I yeah. fucking pull it up, you got it. Good job. Yeah. Uh, and we're about to talk about where we grew up and whatnot, stuff like that, even though we're already an hour into this fucking podcast. Whatever. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, played on like a, I played on a Bad News Bears style baseball team. Like I played baseball growing up. Yeah, we talked about your baseball days where your dad... <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it was like, fucking insane, yeah. man. Like, the police came to multiple of our games because fights broke out. Like, we had more yeah. than one, like, coach that was, like, al- an alcoholic or abusive. Weird shit. And my mom brought this up to me the other day because we were, we were just talking on the phone, catching up, and she asked if I remembered this fucking tool who was, like, the assistant coach. So we're kids. 
right? We are kids, 10, 11 years old. We found a beach ball on the baseball field. I don't know why the fuck it was there. We're all playing with the beach ball. We're in our positions ready to start practicing, but we're fucking hitting this beach ball to each other. Yeah. And so this assistant coach, he's like, all right, put the beach ball up. Now, also, you have to understand, and we'll break this down more, like kids that I went to school with, they're not going to listen to you. You know, they just, they had interesting lives. We went to a rough school. And these were all really great kids, but we're having fun. Fuck off, dude. You know, we're, we're, we are, we're warming up in our mind. Right. So he's telling us to stop. We don't stop. We don't even know whose beach ball this is. He fucking walks out. He catches the beach ball. He pulls out a knife. He stabs the beach ball. He pops it. All right. With his pocket knife. So then this is the best part is these kids, like we're all little and most people. And he's like, that's enough. You know, like what you're saying, you're expecting. He gets mad. Well, these kids don't give a fuck. They're used to screaming, you know? Yeah. So they start putting this guy on blast. They're like, that wasn't even yours. What would you do if I just came over and stabbed your beach ball, you know? And they're just calling this guy out. Yeah. For being an asshole. Yeah. And he loses his fucking mind to the point that I think that was the last time he was ever allowed on the field. Like he ever coached. Well, somebody talked back to him and and that he was not used to that. Well, and luckily, some people were just there at practice. Like, they just didn't want to – some parents were well, there at I practice, meant, like, but they just didn't want to leave and come back. Why he freaked out? Like, why he freaked out? This same well, motherfucker, because- this same motherfucker, his um, – it was not his son. He was dating the mom of one of the kids on my team. And he told me that they had to go to the mall in Tulsa. So we live in a little small town outside of Tulsa. They had to go to the mall in Tulsa to pick something up. He had just bought this, this new truck. It was white in the mall parking lot. Somebody accidentally uh, promenade. Someone accidentally dinged his door. Like, didn't dent it, but it left like a little paint mark. Yeah. Well, he's the assistant coach. So he has access to all of our equipment, which was very little. He drives all the way back, which is at least a 30-minute drive. <clears throat> Doesn't speak. He's furious. Tells my friend to stay in the car. He goes into the house, gets our baseball bag, like the bag that holds all the bats for the team. So, yeah. like, little kid bats. Yeah throws it in the truck, drives all the way back to the mall, beats the entire side of this car in because they left a little paint mark on his car. Beat the whole side of the car in with one of our bats, put it in, and then came to practice. Oh, and no cameras. No cameras were Oh, no cameras. Yeah, no, no, no. No, this is when you could do whatever. Yeah, this is when you could do whatever the fuck you wanted and no one was ever going to get caught. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what we were, you know, and I guess I can, I guess I'm telling you. So this is a blending, but like we also had a coach that was a fucking alcoholic that would beat his kids. His kids were on our team yeah. would beat his kids in the dugout. I mean, it was just like, and that's the guy he was like slapping one of his kids around during a game and he was drunk. Uh, yeah. And, I, I was forced to play baseball, like little league and shit like that. I remember being the kid that would go out to the field because they put me out because there's no kid that's going to hit a ball all the way out into the outfield. Like right I, field? Is that where you were? Were you right field? I w- Nobody hits the I right was, field. I was kind of center field. Uh, like they cent- definitely hit the center cent- field. Well, is, <laughs> is it theater? <laughs> is it no. stage left? So, no. Or is it stage Were you behind first base, second was, base, or third base? I was base? closer – I was uh, not right behind first base. I was like in between, not not like a shortstop or anything, but I was in between 
first and second base, like in the outfield. You were center field, but in the outfield. You were center yeah. field. Yeah. But that's like one of the places where the balls come the most. Yeah. Right field is like sort of oh, are well, least like, likely to get hit. I was so young. Like I think they had. At that age. I just sat down and I played with yeah. the flowers and the bees. I was that kid. I was the kid that like I loved yeah. that I was sitting out there and there's no balls were going to come to me. I didn't have to worry about anything. So I'd just sit down and like play with the clover. God. <laughs> like that wasn't my thing and I was forced to do it and I told I do not want to play this year. Please don't make me play. I don't have fun. And I wish that like that's that's like so many things of like I wish that somebody would have listened to me. Yeah. And like put me in theater at a young age or something where I could have had that outlet because after that it turned into well you to succeed or to be accepted to be popular you have to play sports which is why I played sports in high school because that yeah. was the only acceptable other option instead of like putting me in some sort of like theater program or and I don't even think at that time I knew that that's what I wanted to do or anything like that, but like other options, like try other things. And I didn't have that. Again, I think that was just because the town that I grew up in and also the money, the lack yeah. of money that my family had to yeah. actually like send me to things, which is not anybody's fault. Right. So there's no blame or anything like that. Right. But I understand that. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. I was like a like so. This is a weird thing about me is that I loved sports. I really loved sports, but I was afraid of succeeding. I don't know if that makes sense, but oh. I, I I never applied myself to them. So I loved to be there. I loved to do them. I was like very always. I've always been competitive, but I would not try because I was afraid of failing. Uh, failing yeah. because you didn't want to fail, or failing, failing. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's always been a thing in my life. Even at a young age, like, you know, someone hit a ground ball, I could easily catch that ground ball in the moment as it's happening. And this is, it's like, even though I was a little child, I still remember this. And it's happened multiple times when I was young and I've just worked at overcoming this, but I would know I've got this ground ball and then I would intentionally trip myself. So I didn't have the ground ball. I would let it go past me because I didn't want it to be on me. You know, it happened in every sport I played, basketball, tumbling. I was really actually could have been great at tumbling. Yeah. But it was on me like to do it. So when I realized, oh, people are expecting me to be great at this. People are expecting me to do good at this because of how right. fast I'm moving through it, you know? But I how, like started I, fucking up intentionally. But how great is that though that you you've had all these experiences where like, oh, I did like that and you had all of these like fears or whatever like oh then i'm expected to be great or whatever and now you're doing something that you are great at that you are excelling at and that you want that yeah so it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or like now you're in a place where like your mind is like i don't care what anybody else thinks or says or anything like this is what i want and i'm gonna go for right it. but it took i think and i guess maybe that's great that i had all these like exposures young to fuck up in and then have time to digest and think about why am I doing this? Why am I sabotaging myself? Yeah. So that whenever it actually came time that I found theater, I knew I could recognize those moments and refuse to accept them. Like right. I was not going to do that. If I was going right. to fail, it's because I tried my best and I just failed, you right. know? <sighs> 
but yeah anyways rabbit trail so this rabbit was all trail. about actually before we move on can i go to the restroom i have to pee yeah so i have bad. to pee too okay let's take a break and we'll come right back to this little section <sighs> like hurts to breathe dude i don't like that yeah me neither man that's no good 33 this is 33 this is this is your jesus this is your jesus christ year oh wow I, this will this will be wow my, that's crazy this will be my jesus he was too. our age yeah when he died yeah well i'll be 33 in october so right. give me a few months and then i'll, all right. I'll be there all right, all right all right okay put your hand down sir see this this is the kind of thing where you're being petty now you're the petty guy yeah all right <laughs> you don't like that put the hand down. yeah i don't like it i didn't i didn't like how it made me feel I don't want to see your callous fucking hand. That's one of my triggers. If someone puts their hand in my face, <laughs> I guaranteed would lose my shit. Oh, guaranteed. I know. I've seen it happen. I've been there. <laughs> I've been present while you put so your someone puts their hand in your face and you, yeah. in your face just <laughs> I can't even explain it because it's just your face is like, like immediate hate. Like I will kill you right now. That's yeah. What it I makes get. me so angry. But um, I don't know why. But man, it makes me angry. Um, I, 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 and I think this is old news. You know, what's the woman? What's her name that played Captain America? You know what oh, I'm talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, Brie Brie Larson. Yeah, who played? Uh, she and play I Captain feel like America. she's pretty. She played, who does she play? Or no, she played. Um, um, uh, yeah, what's what's the fuck? Captain Marvel. That's who it is. Marvel. Yes, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. And I feel like she's very PC, you know, like supporting things and stuff. And then it was like the PC crew, and I don't know why. Uh, I'm uneducated on this. Started insisting, like, that she step down from Captain Marvel, and and then demand that she be replaced by a trans person of color if she is a true ally. They started at. Did you not see this? I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no clue. Okay, let's just Google it real quick. I'm gonna, yeah, Captain Marvel. Okay, I'm, I'm not understanding the connection. Yeah, right. Because, sorry, I'm just trying to read uh, uh, multiple articles really quickly. We can edit all of this out. What? Anyway. What? What? So. Okay, so Brie Larson, uh-huh. as Captain Marvel, the discussion is. They should have cast a trans person of color. Of course. Like, sure. Cast a trans person of color. Great. Right. Let's do it. They so, didn't. But they this don't is understand. the thing that gets me. Is, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. No, this saying. is the thing that gets me about this. In all things. I don't think you should throw somebody into a major role just because they hit a specific demographic. Right? And this is why. What if they suck? Right? So if it happens to be a person of color who is trans that is the best fucking person that steps into a room, I agree. You should not hesitate to cast that person. Okay. Right? Go ahead. I have lots of comments. And then also, and this is this is why. This is why I think this. Now representation. representation I mean, what would a what would my life have looked like? What would have my and like self worth that I have worked on for fucking decades now 
to be at least as confident as I am. Right. If I would have seen a gay, like more gay boys represented in like on like the Disney channel and all yeah. these things, like how wonderful and how more motivated would I be if I would have had those things and I didn't have to have the fight within myself of right. self-worth. Right. Super important. Representation. Continue. I agree with representation. What I do not agree with is just putting anyone and anything out there. You know why? Because when it sucks, it's actually poor representation. Like take for instance okay. you. If every gay character you saw on the Disney Channel was a horrible actor and they sucked, wouldn't that also fuck with your psyche? Right. Like, yes, you're seeing it, but you're seeing a person that's subpar. Now, but, I okay. know for a fact that all of these demographics that were just listed, there are incredible, incredible talents out there. But the standard should never, ever drop just so you can hit a specific number. I only want to see the best because that sets the bar for everybody else. Absolutely. And inspires people. Yeah. So when these Absolutely. people are saying this shit, no, you should just and accept that. Do you know, one, you're asking this person who supports you to give up a life-changing role. You act as if it's easy as just picking one person out of the crowd to do it. Do you know how, how much goes into casting? And even if like she were to be willing to do this, you realize she's not the end-all, be-all shot caller, right? right? So now you just ask someone to sacrifice something just because it doesn't affect you, right? You just want a thing and you're going to demand this thing. And then what if they don't even fucking do it? You know why they don't do it? Because the right person doesn't show up. You know, there's so right. many factors. But, now, I think there should be good representation for everything. Absolutely. I just don't think we should just be pro mass producing things to right. get it out there. And I agree with sucks, you 100%. You know? I agree with you yeah. 100%. But here is also my like counterpoint to that. Go for it. That we are still in a time where trans people do not have the opportunity or access to get into yeah. those auditions yeah because we are still in a in a time where it's like oh casting a tr like a f to m um trans person in a male role without commenting on the fact that they are trans does that Man, make sense? And you know what it's so funny like, about that why would we comment like why are we right. at this point like they are a ma man why do we have to comment on it? And I think that that's where we're at right now. And not to say that like you're wrong because you are absolutely right. Do right. not sacrifice it, it, art for just to push out some sort of fucking right. movement. But right. we are not giving the opportunities to male to female representation of a trans person to be Captain Marvel. We're not giving right. them the opportunities to even learn how... Right the industry works because they are not giving these, they're not given the same opportunities simply for the fact that they are trans. And yeah. so I get that argument, but that means that lower levels, we need to start working. We're talking high level, Dude. huge cinematic blockbuster right. films. And you right. want to cast a trans person in that role. I think that's fucking awesome. Do it. 
But because it starts even, at the base it level, it starts at the base level. Right, right. There's wonderful trans actors that I know. Right. That I've gone and seen their shows, and brought me to fucking tears because it doesn't fucking matter because they were right. they're a character on a stage. Why are we? Designate. I don't know. Anyway. Well, okay. no, no. You're saying other things, right? So this is the thing that's int- that's great, and and luckily, Seth n- is friends with people that are of what I'm speaking of, right? So just because you're underrepresented, un- okay, you're underrepresented, and you've had an unfair shake on things, right? Right. Acknowledged. You should get chances. Take, for instance, um, the Rock's show, The Titan Games. I don't oh, yeah, know yeah, this. Yeah. They had a trans person on there. And so to what you're saying, like, I don't know that it, it is interesting that it needs to be acknowledged. Right. And I don't know if that's to give them to give props because obviously I'm a straight white male. So right. I'm just written off on a lot of these things. But what I'm trying to say is that if they had not told me that person was trans, I would have never in my fucking life guessed right. that was a trans person. I but just I, thought it was a big, and I think that strong man. We're, we're moving into and I think that that's so important. So this is what's great is I think how that is aided is that we have people like Seth is speaking about who actually have the goods. Right. And are in this category. Don't fucking, I don't, I don't know why it needs to be spotlighted. Let their work speak for them. Right. Just give them the chance. Let them win the role. Put them in the role. Don't fucking talk about it. Right. And, then, and then they shine a- because they're the human they are. But it is such a weird, and this is why I think that this is such a weird moment, because it is so important right. to push the, the, uh, the conversation, which I don't think it has to be in the film or in the TV show or on stage that so, this person exactly. is trans. Like you. Take, for instance, you. You're at the Oscars. You're nominated. You win an Oscar. Do you think for a second there isn't going to be an opportunity for you to speak on your life? And who you are as like a gay man, right. you know, like, absolutely. You, you don't need to get there because you're a gay man. Right. What the prize is, is being there as a gay man and achieving this incredible thing. Right? right. So don't steal things from them. They are the talent. They right. have the talent. Don't, they're not talented because they're trans. They're just talented because they're a talented human fucking being. Right. Don't put this like little subcategory on them. Right. They're equal. They're just as great. You don't have to right. make that. They will make that a part of their story because that's who they fucking are. And you I know think what I'm that saying? that's that's the fight that we're having right now. Right. The, like it's like, oh, we want a trans, a person of color in this role. What is talking about? Like, just cast them. Just, Man, how about right. how about? And I and I think that maybe that's the fight because like people are saying we need to cast a fucking trans person of color in this role. Why aren't you doing it? And the voices that are being spoken, maybe that's not the problem. Maybe the problem right. is the casting directors need to fucking get past their bullshit gender idea and just fucking cast the best person. Well, and I think it's honestly maybe it where you're Brie saying Larson was the great, the best person. I think. I mean, I truly like to believe that she was because she's there. But at the out same of all time, the people, you know, maybe she wasn't. If a a trans person of color, which is what they wanted, came in and auditioned, and they were as good or better than Brie Larson. I think Brie Larson would have been cast. Probably. Them. That is the problem, and that's why the conversation is necessary to be had. You know, and it, it gets sort of tricky if you think about it, because it's all about what they want. You know, 
Right. What are they trying to, story are they trying to tell? Talent isn't the question. It's acceptance and money, which again is still part of the industry. Right. Like how much money it's a can business. we bring in? It's a business. But what does that say about your business if you are still casting the lesser talent? Right, right, right. For the, like, that's, that is telling well, for your business. But you know what? And unacceptable. It, and this is giving fair shake to everyone. This happens in all categories of humans Absolutely. all the time. All the time. All the fucking It doesn't time. matter if it's acting. doesn't matter if it's, you're it in a law firm. Matter. It doesn't matter where you're at. This is still a conversation that is needed. And that, again, reiterate, that's the problem. But what also, so think about this. Matter? If we just, I mean, you're correct. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Go ahead. Um, but think about this. So you want to, because this is the thing that's what people, I don't know if they understand. If you're looking for fair in the entertainment industry, in, in entertainment industry, entertainment industry, sorry, third time okay. start. Okay, drunk. It is the last fucking thing you're going to find for anyone for me not fair for seth not fair for a a trans person of color not fair you know why this is why there are some people that are connected from go it has nothing to do with talent absolutely are they talented do they eventually become talented a 100 percent. but there could be someone more talented to them but not as well connected they're not going to get the role if you want to be mad, you can't just scream a bunch and throw a fit. And, and I get it. The squeaky hinge is the one that gets the grease, but that's not always the way to go about it. Because what you want to do is like, you want to start thinking in your community, how can we help this? Because most likely we're, we're, we're throwing out a hypothetical is, here that a trans person of color was able to get that high in the audition when in reality, most likely they didn't have the credits to get to the fucking audition in the first goddamn place. Mm. So they have to build to that level. You can't just throw people in that level, even though they probably have the talent. It starts at a community level, giving people opportunities to build their resume, to build their skill, their craft. Right. And then when they're, that's how they get there. Right. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm ang- I'm only angry. And I seem, I'm sure I'll read as angry in this. But I want to make it clear that it's not at any of the categories we're talking about. People, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's at the people that are advocating for them. And I mean it in the most extreme level that are just like blindly yelling things without really thinking what is best for the person. Right. Right. And I get that it comes from a place of wanting to to give something good, but maybe see what they, I'm sure there is a trans person of color that has an incredible idea for a script. That right. can be made into something. Make like, it, God make damn it. it. Make it. And, and I encourage you. Oh my gosh. I mean, dude, so I think mean, about so this. So much. Like, think about this. Say it was not the emphasis. It's not about, oh, we, this is so great because we put a trans person in it. No, it's going to be an incredible film because it's an incredible film yeah. that happens to have a tr- multiple trans leads. Who fucking knows? We're, we're, making, their, we're making their story right now. Right. right? So then Absolutely. The, mul- the, the all the me's out there. All the straight white males out there are watching this awesome trailer of this incredibly well-done film. And I'm thinking, fuck yeah, I can't wait to watch that. But then you also have the gay community, the trans community that know this stuff. So like mo- me, most likely, I probably don't know it. I'm watching this trailer, I don't know. And I'm just seeing a person and the person is great at what they're doing. And I'm like, fuck yeah. But at the same time, even though it's not only because you're this, 
you just happen to be this and incredible, you also have your community backing you. Right. Like you're telling me that's not going to smash box office, you know, like it's not going to run for like in at least two or three films. You're out of your fucking mind. Right. But you have to make it first. Right. You can't just like, anyway. And this is the thing. When I say people are yelling and stuff, most of them are not trans. Most of them right. are not, you know what I'm saying? Like there are people that just think that they can bully their way, bully into helping a people right without ever really consulting those people or considering what they really want or the, the fact that they have ownership and pride and yeah. gifts that they can provide anyway no one needs a fucking handicap these people are completely capable and that, that's why i'm offended that's what makes me angry right because i'm like people like me the straight white people out there shut the fuck up because this is not your life right, right. don't downgrade them they're already capable Absolutely. Dude, I think that Marvel is making a superhero movie with a trans lead. I have to pee one more time. Me too. And then can we come back and like kind of close this out? And we'll talk about yeah. family next week. Yeah, we lied. We lied. Family is not this week. It's next week. Other than we're is. kidding. This is our family. I wholeheartedly embrace Absolutely. trans community. And every community. For real. You know? Dude. You're all my family. So, in a sense, we talked about it. We'll talk about our towns next time. God damn it. But this is our family. Dude, I fucking love Truth. you. Love, love you, you so much. Fuck you. Thanks, bro. What's up? Sorry, dude. My phone's at like 10%. Just heads up. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, okay. We'll finish real quick. Also, we never finished our Dick Van Dyke, our dick hole uh, journey that we just took. That was a real deep dick hole. <laughs> we dug real quick. Hey, man. Side note, I think we should just start quick. a second yeah. podcast called um, Talking Dick. And we just, because it will it will take a full hour to talk about every episode. It's true. I don't know. If, we should just do a Talking Dick episode. Let's just do Talking Dick once a week. We don't have to be drunk for that one. We can just talk oh. about it. Oh, dude. I'd be totally down for that. Anyway... Uh, have you ever seen the Peanut Butter Gang? Or I mean, the Peter Butter Falcon? Oh, the Peanut Butter Gang is a different movie. That's a juice movie that maybe we can get into. Is that I, <laughs> excited I got? I, it's the Buttermilk I Gang. It's the Buttermilk Gang. The Buttermilk Gang. Yes. Oh, it's so good. So also really ridiculous. But what are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm talking about Peanut Butter Falcon, which is one of Shia LaBeouf's films that came out recently. Which we want to talk about an artist. That man is an incredible actor but the whole story revolves around this um man who has down syndrome who wants to join a wrestling group and breaks out of a nursing home that he's forced to live in in order to find it even though he's young right he that's just the the state that's the only way they can take care of him he meets shia labeouf who is like on the run and shia like agrees to take him oh have you never seen this oh it's such a fucking good movie so but there's a line in this movie his caretaker is obviously on this like searching for him because he's under her care and she loves him. She genuinely loves him and wants him to be good, but she unintentionally handicaps him. Like, whereas Shia doesn't give a fuck that he has down syndrome and says it like, I don't care. Oh, you just don't hold me back. You are a part of this. As long as you do your part, I don't give a fuck and lets him do whatever he wants. Right. And then she tries to baby him. And there's this scene Shia, they're on a raft together, all on this like 
homemade raft. And Shia told, tells him he needs to learn to hold his breath, sticks his head in water. And this is going to be an offensive word, I'm sorry, but it's a line for the movie. That he looks at her and he's like, you need to stop treating him like he's retarded. And she's like, I would never, one, she goes off on how offensive the word is and like she would never do that. And she was like, he's like, by all the buffers that you give him, you're relaying in his mind that he is less than. He's not less than. And that's what all of this conversation we're having. Someone that is trans, someone that is gay, someone that is a different race is not less than. Stop treating them like they're anything other than you. That's how we're going to get to, like, they get to be showcased in the way that they should. And their talents put on the pedestal that they deserve to be on. Absolutely. Right? Right. Like, I just, it frustrates me. If all, if I, I just think about myself and maybe I'm wrong and I'm open to correction on this, but I think if I were gay, if I, you know, obviously, you know, that's like really a close thing to me. And then right. I think about if I was trans or if I was trying to live with this, the last fucking thing I would want is someone treating me like I'm special because I'm this thing. No, maybe I'm special because I'm so goddamn fucking good at something. Right. That's why I'm special. Absolutely. Not because of who I choose to fucking be. Right. So I just feel this like probably unnecessary amount of anger. <laughs> yeah. But well, that's dude, what I fucking feel no, that's, because I feel like you're stealing their accurate, glory. Which you I th- thank you. Yes, that's so true because it's it it shouldn't be anything other than base talent. I'm, and 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 I get the idea that right. like I do too. We are struggling with all like the other people that this world that we're living in, this community right. that we have created in the united states of like all of these different like uh this race or this trans or all of these things of like there's blocks created for us but like i don't want that i don't want anybody to see me as anything different than just a human which is well i mean you're my best friend because right you've never seen me as anything other than seth isn't You're my brother, dude. And I mean, like, matters is that you see me as Seth and I see you as Cody. Isn't well, and this is the thing: it's like if someone came up to me and was like, "Man, Seth is a great gay actor," I would be mad. You know, like he is not a great gay actor. He is a great actor. That's just it. That's just what he is: is a great actor. Don't put another fucking thing on it. Right now, if you are the thing, now if you want to say I am one of the best gay actors, I don't care. But don't, don't, I don't want anyone labeling you, restricting you in any way. You're just all, like, who wants to be just the best in a little thing? You know, like, I want to be the best in all, f- you know, like the, best. the highest level. The best. The right. best. Yeah. Right. Don't go fucking throwing that on anybody. Right. It, that, that's, you know, anyway, maybe I need to be enlightened. I'm drunk. I'm getting off I'm on drunk. a thing. Whatever. I need to stop. Um, I love you all. I love you all. Uh, I have like a sip left. Let's do a toast. It's your turn. Oh no. I don't even know. Come what's on, doing. bitch. I know. I wasn't thinking about it. I didn't think that it was my oh, turn. I like your new cup, by the way. I've been noticing it. Your little oh, tiki thank cup. You. Is that cultural appropriation? <laughs> <laughs> I got this at Universal Studios. So if it's cultural. You're racist, Universal. Universal. Uh, no, this is my tiki glass. Makes me think of Elvis Presley's Blue Hawaii, the movie. Have you ever seen it? It's not that great, but watch it. I love Elvis. Uh, I love all Elvis. It brings me joy. Anytime I think of Tiki, though, I think of the Brady Bunch. 
I hated so the Brady Bunch. When they go to Hawaii and they accidentally get the talisman and they like take it home and it curses everyone and everything bad starts happening to the family. Have you seen this episode? No. Did you not hear what I said? I literally, what, any time I saw them, I hated them. I wanted to burn their home down. I thought they were fucking stupid. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? They were happy and had a great home. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they were happy and had a great home. Why didn't I feel the same thing? Um, and like they weren't fucking each other. Get out of here. Well, dude, uh, I don't know. I think that I just want to... Can we just talk about we're all fucking human and we're all struggling just to figure out what the fuck we're doing and to be better to love and to accept everyone for who they are, no matter what. Cheers. Fucking cheers, brother. Love you, dude. Love you too. So this is nine fucking beers deep. We lied. We did not talk about our hometowns, but please like and subscribe. Give us some stars. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll talk about family maybe. Next we'll talk about week. family maybe. Possibly next week. All right. That's it. Nine beers deep. That's all I have. Love you. Bye, bitches.